Hello, everybody. This is Bobby Keezer, and you are listening to the Son of Man Urantia Podcast. Today's episode is a background paper titled The Trinity and Jesus' Seven Bestows. God the Ultimate. When we talk about God in the ultimate sense, we're referring to three beings combined in one essence. In other words, one ultimate God resulting from the blending of three distinct gods, the Father, the Eternal Son, and the Infinite Spirit. Combined, they become one being of greater significance than any one or two of them alone. Think of a Venn diagram, three circles overlapping each other so they produce seven distinct areas. In the center, all three circles overlap and create one combined space. This area represents the Paradise Trinity, made up of God the Father, the Eternal Son, and the Infinite Spirit. Then there are three spaces around that center, representing two of the Trinity combined, the Father and the Son, the Father and the Spirit, and the Son and the Spirit. Finally, on the periphery, are three spaces representing either the Father, the Son, or the Spirit. The point is that from the three primary aspects of God come forth seven distinct flavors, if you will, of that ultimate being, the Paradise Trinity. The Creator Sons. Above, I referred to God in an ultimate sense. That's because for all intents and purposes, a creator's son is the god of their universe. They created it. So Michael, our Jesus, is the creator's son of our universe and in effect, our God. He was brought forth from God and is one with God. To have seen Jesus is to have seen God, even if not God the ultimate. To be clear, there's the Paradise Trinity, God the Father, God the Eternal Son, and God the Infinite Spirit, which reside at the center of creation. From these three, who are one, come forth the next level of divinity, the Creator Sons, like our Michael or Jesus. Michael was the 611,121st of these sons to come forth from the Paradise Trinity to build their own universe. Creator sons, like Michael, have to make a choice between two options. One, they can rule their universe completely on their own, and they can do so at any time they want. But that choice means they be isolated from the Paradise Trinity and the rest of creation. Their other option is to rule their universe in harmony with and submission to the Paradise Trinity. The goal is the eventual perfection of all creation, a perfect harmonious oneness that in actuality is the Paradise Trinity. Think of it like this. Hundreds of glasses of absolutely pure water are poured together into one glass and there is no weakening of clarity or pureness throughout the entire vessel. All is absolutely the same in divine composition. The, to accomplish this degree of oneness with the ultimate, 
The Creator's sons must submit themselves to each of the seven associations of the Paradise Trinity. In other words, the Paradise Trinity, which is three in one, is flavoring creation in seven subtle but distinct ways. For the universe to reach perfection, the Creator's sons must experience submitting themselves to the will of each one of these seven different associations. Furthermore, this submission to the Trinity must be done in the likeness of one of the Creator's sons' orders of universe beings. This process allows the Creator's son to know their universe from the viewpoints of those he rules. The result is not only achieving perfection of leadership, but doing so with the empathy, compassion, and understanding of God the ultimate, the Paradise Trinity. Before the time of Jesus on earth, Michael had bestowed himself six times. Each event was as a different order of one of his own created universe personalities. And each time he did so in submission to a different association of the Paradise Trinity. The first bestowal. Michael began his series of seven bestowals almost one billion years ago. His first mission was in submission to the will of the whole Paradise Trinity, God the Father, the Eternal Son, and the Infinite Spirit. Michael showed up one day, unannounced, at the dispatching field on Salvington, and told everyone that he was going to be gone for a period of time doing the will of the Paradise deities. Then, without saying any more, he vanished from sight and was not seen for 20 years of standard universe time. Three days after this event, a message was received on Salvington from the headquarters world of the Melchizedeks. It was unlike any message ever before received in Nebadon. It said that at noon that day, a strange Melchizedek son appeared on the receiving field of their world. This Melchizedek was unknown and not one of their order, yet he was just like them. He was accompanied by an Omnifim from Uversa, carrying orders from the Ancient of Days addressed to the chief of the Melchizedeks. The orders told him to accept this strange Melchizedek into their order and assign him to the emergency service of the Melchizedeks of Nebadon. This was done. After about a hundred years of earth time, Michael reappeared in our universe and resumed his duties as leader. And today, in a small temple in the Father Melchizedek's house, is a record of this unknown Melchizedek, who appeared one day and then went forth to manage 24 universe emergencies during his stay with them. The record states that this visitor lived and worked as a Melchizedek while performing all of the duties as an emergency son of their order. It says that this Melchizedek loved us and understood us with such wisdom that he's forever earned our loyalty and loving devotion. He has, in all ways, become the eternal minister of Melchizedek nature. The second bestowal.
Michael's second bestowal was in submission to God the Father and the Eternal Son. This mission took place about 150 million years after the first. Rebellion had started in System 11, Constellation 37 of Nebadon. The system ruler was a Lenamedic son named Lutentia, and he was the leader of the rebels fighting against Michael's right to rule Nebadon. The Most Highs had requested that Uversa remove this fallen Lenamedic son as system ruler and send them another ruler of that order of sons to be his replacement. Again, after telling the Nebadon administrators that he was off to do his father's will, Michael vanished from his headquarters world. Three days later, a new member showed up in the reserve corps of the primary Lanadic sons of Nebadon. With him was a Tiraphium with credentials from the Ancients of Days, stating that this Lanadic son was to replace Lutentia as ruler and assume leadership of the system of Polonia in Constellation 37 until a permanent replacement arrived. The worlds of Polonia had suffered much from the rebellion. They were all confused and discouraged by the time this unknown Lanonadex son assumed leadership to bring the system back to spiritual order. But over the next 17 years of universe time, this new ruler gained the love and respect of millions of rebels who accepted his justice, forgiveness, and mercy. Then, on handing over his temporary leadership of Polonia to its new ruler, Michael vanished. As before, three days later, he reappeared on Salvington and, re and resumed administration of his universe. The Third Bestowal Michael's third bestowal was in harmonious submission to the will of the Father and Spirit. Yet again, rebellion had sprung up in Nebadon. This time, in the likeness of a material son, Michael was assigned to emergency service as the temporary planetary prince of World 217 and System 87, Constellation 61. This world had been quarantined and was in isolation from the rest of the universe because of secession and rebellion. Michael worked for a generation of planetary time to reclaim and restore the planet, and in the process managed to achieve the repentance of its failed planetary prince and his staff. This was a trying situation. Michael's fortitude, skill, and patience in bringing this lost world back into his fold has forever won him the love, respect, and loyalty of the material sons and daughters of Nebadon. Not once since that time have any betrayed his trust. They all know he succeeded while being tried and tested as they would be. On completion of Michael's mission, a material son and daughter was installed on this redeemed and forgiven world. Then again, Michael vanished from everyone's presence and three days later, he reappeared in Salvington. The Fourth Bestowal Michael joined with the Son and the Spirit to complete his fourth mission for the Paradise Trinity. This was his seraphic bestowal, and it happened at the end of the millennial 
of one of the millennial roll calls of Uversa. When he was on this mission, responsibility for Nebadon was given to Emmanuel and Gabriel. Again, Michael vanished from Salvington. Three days later, Uversa received the broadcast from the Seraphic headquarters world of Nebadon. It said that an unknown seraphim had suddenly appeared on the receiving field. This seraphim had tested out as being one of the Nebadon order, and it carried credentials from the Uversa Ancients of Days, certified by Emmanuel of Salvington. As a supreme angel of the local universe, this seraphim has been assigned to the core of teaching counselors. During his duty as a seraphic or angelic counselor, Michael was attached to 26 different master teachers on 22 different worlds. Through these experiences of being tried and tested as a supreme seraphim, Michael gained the love, respect, and understanding of that order of celestial being. All angels will forever know that their ruler and creator has lived and served as they themselves do and will. The fifth bestowal. Michael submitted himself to the will of the infinite spirit 300 million years ago. This time, before he vanished from Salvington, Michael let everyone know that his destination was Uversa, the headquarters world of our super universe, or Vantan. Michael appeared in Uversa in the spirit phase form of an ascending mortal of time and space. For 11 years of Orvantan time, Michael lived and functioned as we will someday. He was a spirit mortal, a being of superb spirit personality, who'd been born on the material worlds and who'd advanced to the spirit stage in the long process of ascending to perfection with God. He was known as Eventod, and again he was tried and tested on all points as one of his created personalities, this time as a perfectly trained spirit mortal. The Sixth Bestowal In association with the Eternal Son, Michael entered his next-to-last mission for the Paradise Trinity. In the last bestowal of the Fifth, Michael appeared as a fully formed and perfectly trained spirit mortal, a being that was born on a material world, had passed through death and hundreds of training worlds in the Marantia realm, and was now a perfectly trained spirit. In each of his bestows, Michael has come forth as a lower order of created personality. First, he was a Melchizedek, then a Lananadek son, then a material son, then a seraphim or angel, and fifth, a spirit mortal. Now, in his sixth pistol, and the last one before he comes to earth, Michael takes on the form of a mortal from the Marantia realm. The Marantia realm is that level of existence between our material worlds of time and space and the spirit realm of the Paradise Trinity. We don't go from gross humans to spirits or souls just by passing through the portal of death. We have to earn our way to perfection. And most of that happens on the training worlds in the Marantia realm. As a Marantia mortal, Michael had to serve in the courts of the Most High Fathers on the headquarters world of Constellation 5, 
He arrived with a seraphim and the bright morning star of Nebadon. During his time with the Most High Fathers, Michael was known as the Mrantium Mortal and Dantum. For some reason, we, humanity, cannot be told any more details of his mission in the Mrantia realm. Throughout these six periods of Michael walking in the shoes, so to speak, of a lower and lower order of created personality, the universe noticed changes in his administration. With each one of these experiences, Michael demonstrated a greater understanding of the beings he ruled. It was obvious that he was becoming one with all of his other universe creatures. The seventh bestowal. This brings us to Michael's seventh and final bestowal in submission to the Paradise Trinity, specifically to God the Father. This time Michael would be born into the lowest order of a potential universe personality, a mortal born of one of the worlds of time and space. Our planet had been chosen for this mission after Adam and Eve failed in theirs. While all of Michael's other incarnations had been done in secrecy, this time the entire universe was aware of everything as it occurred. These broadcasts of Michael's time on Earth kept the entire universe in awe and suspense until his return. Humanities lived in quarantine and spiritual isolation ever since Adam and Eve fell, and our planet suffered much from their disloyalty. But we must also remember that those errors that have led us to violence and confusion have now been offset with the greatest honor in the universe. Our planet was chosen by our Creator for his final task of assuming perfection of rule with the Paradise Trinity, and he did so as a mortal of the realm for the supreme purpose of helping his lowest order of beings understand their personal and unique relationship with God. More so, we're blessed with the assurance of his return, even if we don't know when that will be. Michael was also tasked with a secondary mission by the Paradise Trinity. He was to defeat Lucifer and his cohorts once and for all, and to bring spiritual order back to earth and the other 665 worlds quarantined in Satania. But he was to defeat Lucifer as a mere mortal of the realm without using any of his creator powers. Conquering Lucifer as a mortal was to show that true power resided in the superb perfection of the Paradise Trinity and that pureness of love, justice, and mercy would in and of itself, dispense with the lies supporting Lucifer's rebellion. And, as we'll see, it did. Okay, everybody, that's it for the background paper, The Trinity and Jesus' Seven Bestows. Next week's chapter is the prologue, and the earth before Jesus is born. Have a great week out there.